Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Making Work Fun podcast with Maria and Natasha, two working professionals turned life coaches. I'm Maria, and I have worked in economic consulting for more than 14 years. And I'm Natasha. I have over a decade of work experience in human resources. Through our 25 plus years of combined corporate experience, we have learned a lot about work. And through our work as life coaches, we've learned how to make work fun. Whether you work for someone else, run your own business, or do anything else that you call your work, this podcast will teach you how to make your work fun too. Without giving into the productivity hustle. So let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Making Work Fun podcast. So I'm really excited today because I am talking to Natasha again. We're back. We're back. I'm doing like a little dance on the Zoom. It's great. Um, (laughs) And we're super excited to talk to you again together. And also we're like celebrating a milestone today because we hit our 1,000th download um, a few weeks ago. And so we want to talk about that. I know. (laughs) Yay us. (laughs) And yay you. Yeah, yay to all the listeners too. This is amazing. We're just so happy and so proud of this accomplishment. It's just so fun. We were just talking talking about this before we started recording, like looking at all the different countries and cities where people are based out of, like, it's just amazing to see such an international group of listeners or subscribers to our podcast. And we're just so happy that you decide to tune, with us, tune in with us every week. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were just looking at the stats and we've had downloads from 20 different countries and about 160 different cities, which is wild to me. That's amazing. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Um, And yeah, so this week we really wanted to talk about that milestone and just also celebrating teamwork because we're back together and and we want to talk about like how we put together like how we got to the thousand download basically from like when we had the idea which was I think about this time last year we had this idea for the podcast and how we like put in the work and got here um I don't know how where you want to get started do you have any thoughts or I actually kind of forgot about how it was like last year that we were talking about this and planning it and nervous to get started and like thinking about you know the intro and the design for the podcast like all of that that's amazing that you just brought that up because I've only been thinking about when we launched which was the end of June early July but yeah there was all of that time beforehand that we spent prepping for it that I just kind of totally forgot about um and just for any of y'all who are maybe thinking about doing some sort of creative project either by yourself or with a friend just like jump in and do it because you know what I was so anxious when we were doing um when we were recording we were thinking about it and I remember just feeling so nervous and scared and now that we've like jumped in to do it it's been so fun and I rarely get anxious and nervous before recording a podcast or launching or anything it just feels very normal to me now so if this is you who is like thinking about something and you're having nerves hold you back just try it jump right in and like a year will go by before you know it and you'll just be so proud of all the work that you've done yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I remember us like exchanging texts about like what do we call it? What what's the art we want to do? How do we do it? And we were both so nervous because we're like we wanted to obviously we want to like do a good job for you, but also I remember 
having these discussions, which I'm really glad we did before we started. We're like, we want to do this in the easiest way possible. <laughs> like, we don't want to overcomplicate it. We don't want to have like complicated audio editing. And I, I'm proud to say that we've done almost zero audio editing. I mean, there's been some here and there. If like one time I think I was interviewing someone and I like just completely forgot what I was going to say. So I like edited out 30 seconds. We're real human. Like, uh, I have no idea. But like exactly. very, very... Few and far between was like the editing we've done in the past year, which I'm very, very proud of. Um, and just like, yeah, doing it in the simplest way possible. Like every week we would as basically assess what can we do this week? What's simple? What fits both of our schedules? And we did it this way. And it's amazing. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. And like, I think too, part of it is like, we asked the question, like, how could we make this easy? And how can we make this fun? Because like, for most of y'all, you might not know, but Maria and I both are employed. We have our businesses. We are like very busy. Um, I'm on mat leave right now and taking care of a little baby. And so we have a lot on our plates. And this is more of like a passion project for us, but we wanted to keep it going. We wanted to do it. And so we knew that in order to make it sustainable for us in the middle of our busy lives, we had to just keep it really easy. And easy is not a bad thing. Sometimes I think we have this idea or notion that we have to make things super complicated. We need to, you know, make it seem really challenging and difficult for it to pay off and be worthwhile. But I found the opposite is true here. Like making this super fun, super flexible to accommodate like our schedules, our lives, what we have going on has just made us be able to keep it up and keep going through it all, right? And and we want to keep it going and we're excited to be back, especially like talking together because that is like, you know, the whole point of the podcast is our conversations and like, you know, us being able to dialogue and banter off each other as well. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, for, for sure that has helped us keep it up. And also, I mean, obviously the, the theme of the podcast is making work fun. So it would have been very ironic if we like made this podcast about making work fun and made it super stressful on ourselves and like not fun at all. That would have, wouldn't be authentic at all. And I think it would show, like it would come through if every week we were like forcing ourselves to do it because yeah. we overcomplicated it. That would for sure come through. And I don't think it would have helped anyone. It would have been like, is you the listener? Listeners, you would have been like, okay, they seem miserable. Okay. <laughs> like, what is going on there? <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. And I think like the takeaway for y'all from that point is like you are invited and encouraged to do things to make your work fun. And it is, it is totally possible. Like for sure, there are people who have podcasts out there who don't love recording them, who think of it as a hassle, who like are begrudgingly doing it, and they could have really you know, popular podcasts that get way more downloads than us or other people or whatever. And they could still not infuse it with a sense of fun and ease. But you are invited and encouraged to take whatever it is that you're working on and try to make it however fun that you can for yourself, like whatever that happens to look like. And I think for Maria and I, just given the nature of our lives and our current circumstances, like fun and easy were kind of the, the ways that we could make this really a long-term sustainable thing for us. Yeah, because often we can fall into the trap of like, if it's not the perfect result, whatever that means, like if it's not super polished and like the audio isn't perfect and blah, 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 why even start? Well, 
why start? The answer is like, because you're doing something you love, because you're helping people, you're sharing your creativity and like thoughts with the world. And hopefully, you know, it's been useful for some of you <laughs> listening, but like, there's a lot of reasons to start something that isn't perfect and to keep doing it imperfectly. Exactly. And to kind of learn and grow along the way too, right? Like learning how to edit something or like learning how to create a podcast, publish it, how to, you know, set up the systems required. It's just really cool to be able to do things. And I think part of it, like making it really fun is getting to do it imperfectly and kind of like allowing parts of it to be sucky. And I don't mean sucky, like not fun, but I mean like sucky, like not the best. Like sometimes we probably have ums in our podcasts or we like have spaces or we like stumble on our words and all of that is still allowed to be there. And we don't need to professionally edit that out. It's totally fine. Like we're normal humans. We want to get our work out and it's easier for us to get it out when we are making it really easy for us and are not like perfectionist about every single tiny detail. Yeah, I think I actually had to like coach myself one of the first weeks when we recorded and I listened back to it and I did have like some self-criticism about how I speak and like I was saying um or like too often. I forget what it was at this point. I've clearly successfully coached myself out of it because I don't even remember it. <laughs> but like the way I coached myself out of it was like, I think it's going to be so much more helpful for people if I just show up without judging myself for this and speak freely than if I start being super paranoid about this and then like, show up in a really weird way trying to you know pause between words and be very mindful of what I say I don't think that's serving anyone and I don't think I would provide the same value so I'm like I think I'm just going to choose the thing that I think provides the most value to myself and others which is to show up and speak freely so that's like modeling that behavior right and like modeling that it's okay to even let that be uncomfortable and just feel the discomfort and I know still for myself like my brain, even after I was like recording some of my solo podcast episodes or even the conversations with you, Maria, my brain's like, oh man, that was terrible. That's going to be so bad. And it's like, I don't want to listen to it when I'm editing it. And then I'm like listening to it. I'm like, oh, it's totally fine. It's like (laughs) your brain is so much more dramatic than how it actually shows up in reality. And sure, there's like ums and spaces and whatever, just things that come up in natural organic conversations but it's never as bad and scary as your brain makes it seem so if you I know this is not the idea intent of this podcast but I just want to offer if that is something holding you back just see what happens when you jump into it and how you stretch and grow and evolve yourself because it's pretty cool to look back and been like well the year would have passed whether or not we had done our podcast and now that we've done it and we have a thousand downloads that we're celebrating from a couple weeks ago, which is just amazing. And so beyond like what I was even thinking about when we were doing it, right? Like we were just like, let's get it out. We want to, you know, help people. We have this like strengths and we have all these ideas in, in this specific area of work to help people with their work. Like, let's get it out and see what happens. But to now know that like so many of you are benefiting from it is just such a, I don't know, it's such a joy and such a privilege. And it's just really exciting for us. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And so I think for, for you, when you think about your own work, think of like, what are some things that maybe you've always wanted to do in the back of your mind or now you're thinking of and you're like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I could do this? go and do it. (laughs) Literally, like, if you want to start writing more, like, go start writing and accept that it's going to suck in the beginning. Like, no 
first draft is perfect. Like go write a shitty first draft. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's like, go do a bunch of things that you want to do. And then like work with yourself when you start feeling some of that discomfort of, oh no, but it's not perfect. Like sit down with yourself and be like, okay, but why is that a problem? Like, is it, is it really a problem? <laughs> is it more valuable that I'm putting this work out there or that I'm not putting it out there? I'm like dreaming about it being perfect in the future. <laughs> You're feeling nervous. Like, it doesn't have to be a solo project, right? Like we're talking about celebrating teamwork. You can totally just like reach out to a friend or an acquaintance or a friend of a friend or someone who seems really cool to you and you are like interested in collaborating with them and see what, you know, comes from that too, right? Like sometimes it's a little bit easier. I know for myself to just like work with someone than to do it by myself because then you have someone to just like be real with and be honest with and to help, you know, stretch you and, you know, even like share and like divide and conquer some of the work too. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy I did this with you. And I remember even early on, we were just very honest with each other along the way. Like even early on, I remember you saying like, just I have to be upfront. Like I'm worried about it taking too much time. And I'm like, oh, me too. (laughs) Like, let's talk about this. We don't have to pretend we're like not nervous about different aspects of it. Like, let's talk through the aspects that make us nervous. And then along the way too, like I've had weeks when I was like, I need to travel for three weeks. Can you take over all the editing? And you did that and stepped in for me. And then I stepped in when you needed me. Like, it's just amazing to have that, like someone to fall back on and to like discuss issues with and collaborate with. It's definitely a celebration of teamwork over here. (laughs) Yeah. And I think like, it's so, I love what you said about just being really honest and transparent. And I think that is an important part of collaborating and is it's being real, being like, hey, these are my fears. This is what I'm worried about. This is where I think it might not work or might not be sustainable. And putting that out on the table so you can have like honest and frank conversations so that you can ask for the help that you need or you can depend on each other in different ways, right? Like, for example, the maternity leave, like I wasn't planning on stepping away from the podcast, but then it just turned out that I was really struggling. It was really hard to have a new baby and try to record episodes, even though we'd recorded some in advance. It just turned out that that wasn't enough time for me. And so to be able to depend on you, Maria, and be like, hey, I need help and be honest and not have that like judged or not have that dismissed or brushed aside was just so important and something I'm so grateful for that I could still be part of this project and just take the time away I needed to kind of like regroup, recover, resettle, like all of those different things. And I think that is the benefit of having a teammate, but also building a really honest, transparent relationship in working with one another, right? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, like you may be thinking, okay, sure, but you guys are friends and (laughs) it's easier for you. Well, yes, to some extent, yes. But at the same time, you can build honest and you know upfront relationships at work too it doesn't have to be all super formal and you don't have to always pretend like everything is fine and try to smile through things and then like go home and like be really miserable about it why why not try it out try being upfront try being honest and see what happens like you would be surprised how maybe the other person is going to be so relieved because they're holding things back too and they're like oh I'm so grateful you brought this up like just just give it a shot and see what like brings concerns to the table means for you what's like asking for help um or like discussing 
the things that you're both nervous about like it just just give it a shot like trust me it's not going to be as bad as you think and it actually might be amazing yeah right like bringing the humanness into that conversation and just showing up as a real imperfect human actually fosters a lot more connection than we think we're always scared that we're going to be judged or we're going to look like we're failures or whatever but it really sometimes just helps lower the standards for everyone and lets people just like breathe a sigh of relief and say like me too I'm also struggling or I also need help or I also need a break or assistance or whatever the case may be and I think that that is like such a beautiful um way to build a a relationship with someone that you're working with it's like recognizing that hey there is humanness that's going to be part of it and there might be times that you are able to take the lead and that you are able to run with things and you have the time and the energy to do it. But then the reverse might be true where there's times where you're the one who needs to take a step back and take a break and need help. Right. And it's like letting it ebb and flow just as, you know, natural like seasons of our lives pass through or, you know, how it is to just be a human and different stages and different circumstances happen to all of us. Yeah, for sure. I don't, honestly, I don't remember a time at work when someone has been upfront and honest and when I thought of like, no, I hate this. <laughs> like every time I've been so grateful. <laughs> I've been like really happy that they brought things up. Sometimes, like you said, sometimes you're really grateful because you feel the same way and you get a chance to discuss. Other times you're really excited because you get a chance to help, which is also very exciting. You're like, oh, I can help. And this person was honest with me and this is amazing. Like I can jump in and help. So Trust me, like try to bring more of that honesty and, um, you know, like those discussions into your work. I know it can be scary, um, but but give it a try. You don't I mean, obviously start small if you're being if you're nervous, start small, like talk about some small things. And but like see, see how you can build up that that relationship and that honesty in your work, um, in your work teams and your, your work relationships. Yeah. And I think that like. What's so important to realize is that when you're able to ask for help or set boundaries or just be really honest, then you can actually meet the expectations or meet the demands. Like what I think is so interesting is that when we were doing our solo episodes, it's like I never questioned whether you would get your episode done on time or I don't think you questioned whether I'd get my episode done on time. It was just like we knew that the other person had it taken care of. And it's because we were being really honest about what our um, time looked like and what our capacities look like. And when you are honest and you show up in that way, then the other person knows that they can depend on you and they're not sitting back being like, oh, this person is unreliable because they're always overextending themselves and then they can't meet the demands. Where Whereas in reality, we're like, okay, what realistically can we actually do with this schedule or with our time frame or whatever? Yeah, that's such a good point. I mean, that I think ties in with what we were talking about earlier, which is like sometimes we think the option is like try to do it perfectly, which often makes us not even start or not like not do it at all, where there's so many options in between. It's very similar with like teamwork and like sharing things. If you're constantly not sharing things and you think your only option is to overextend yourself and try to do everything yourself a similar thing will happen sometimes like you're not going to be able to do it all and then you have to like go back and have the discussion retroactively which is nothing wrong with that but it's always better to have it before than retroactively and like you said that other person if you have the discussion before is going to trust you so much more because they're going to be like well if maria 
isn't going to do it, she would have told me. <laughs> she won't just be sitting there quietly trying to do it and realizing she can't in like the last two minutes. She would have told me in advance. And so then like then you build trust that way and can rely on each other a lot more. Exactly. And then it's like a co relationship, partnership, co-leadership, or whatever you want to call it. And it's not like one person is badgering the other, one person's trying to follow up or do it all. It's like we can both step in and know that each person is accountable for their own part of it, whatever that happens to look like. And I think that's a really important part of collaborating and working with someone and and in general, like teamwork. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that was so exciting. I'm so excited we're talking again. <laughs> this is so fun. It's so fun to, like, I've loved doing solo episodes. It's been really fun to just, like, develop that skill and think about it and just kind of, like, be able to talk about whatever I wanted to talk about and not have to be like, hey, Maria, what do you think about this idea? But also, it just, like, feels so invigorating and so fun and delightful to just be here, you know, seeing your face on Zoom, having a conversation, like, being able to bounce ideas off each other. Um, So oh, I'm yeah. super happy for, for this to be back. And I guess you've been a wonderful teammate. So I'm celebrating like the teamwork that we've had and just being able to get to work with you throughout this past year and like celebrate this beautiful product that we've kind of created together. Yes, same. Oh my gosh, I've loved doing this with you. I felt so weird doing my first solo episode. I'm like, I'm just sitting here talking about myself. <laughs> I know you said that in your episode. I your episode said it out loud, which is, that's why I was like, yeah, everyone, I feel bizarre talking to myself. It's fine. Well, um, I love that you acknowledge that too, right? Because it is like, sometimes it is weird. You're just like, okay, I'm just here talking to myself on a Zoom screen. Like. Exactly. I'm looking at myself on the Zoom. I actually turned it off because I'm like, I can't also stare at myself while talking. This is very strange. I like minimize through the window. So at least I'm not looking at my own face. But yeah, no, I'm so excited that we're back. And we might do to the point of like, flexibility and working with your energy we might have some solo episodes in the future too like if one of us is again very busy with something or traveling or whatever else comes up we might have some weeks with solo episodes again so it's it's just good to have these options of mixing it up and working together or solo whenever whenever we yeah can. I think what we'd like to be kind of like honest or transparent is like for us we've decided the important part of this is to make sure that we meet the deadline of like getting our episodes out on Monday morning and so whatever we need to do to accommodate that is how we're going to make sure we get it done so there might be solo episodes just if one of us is traveling or one of us is busy or whatever the case may be um but also I think it's a cool skill to just like develop like your ability to have an episode by yourself, talk about things by yourself. And then you guys get to know a little bit more of us as individuals and not just like teammates, even though I feel like we're fun both ways. <laughs> we're definitely fun both ways. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, it was so fun to talk to you about teamwork and join us again next week. All right. We'll see you all later. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, it's Maria. I am a burnout coach for professional women and I work with high achieving perfectionists who want to heal burnout so that they can take a step back and enjoy their lives without sacrificing their success. To work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com and book a free consult call. You can also follow me on Instagram at rest underscore over underscore grind or on LinkedIn under restovergrind LLC. Hey everyone, Natasha here. I'm a money mindset coach. 
I work with women who want to shift their beliefs around money and wealth so they can finally leave the drama behind and focus on actually doing the work they love to do. I work with two different types of clients, employees who want to make more money at work or entrepreneurs who want to earn more in their business. And I teach people how to love the process of earning and creating more because it really is possible for money to be easy and fun. So let me show you how. You can find me on my website at natashatakesti.com or on Instagram at natashatakesti. We'll see you there.